Chapter Twenty Two of the Boy Scouts in the Maine Woods. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Debbie R. Baker Robinson. The Boy Scouts in the Maine Woods by Herbert Carter. Be prepared. The two poachers were undoubtedly partly under the influence of liquor, for the boys could see that they did not walk as straight as they should have done. Besides, their eyes looked red, and there were other evidences of drunkenness familiar to Giraffe and Bumpus, who had often seen drunken men. This made the situation the more critical, because in this condition men often do things that they might hesitate to attempt if not under the influence of strong drink. They halted not far from the fire and looked at the two scouts sitting there. Only two boys arter all, Si, remarked the one they supposed was Ed Harkness, as he swayed slightly to and fro while coming to a halt. I guess as how you must be mistook when you said it might be their whole outfit. Let's sit down, Si, and make us to home. Fitting the action with his words, he dropped on the ground and held out a pair of red and trembling hands to the fire. His companions still stood there glaring at the two boys, just as though they had done something to offend him. Plainly, Cy Kedge was something of a pine woods bully, and he thought it good policy to cow Giraffe and Bumpus right at the start so as to take the spirit out of them. Indeed, Bumpus looked so white and frightened that it encouraged the man to follow up his half-conceived idea. Say, what's you doing here? Where's the rest of the bunch? Know me? I'm Sy Kedge, and I'm a bad man to rile, so don't get gay now. Got anything to eat round here? Bumpus cast a quick, apprehensive glance toward his companion. His one prevailing idea just then was that they ought to get up and skip out as lively as they could, leaving their nice fire for the two rough woodmen to enjoy. As far as he could see, neither of the men seemed to possess any firearm. At least they certainly did not carry guns, as might be expected. But Bumpus saw something in the face of his chum that told him Giraffe was not thinking of giving up that hard-earned fire. He had worked too long to get it, to desert the comfortable camp, just because two half-drunken fellows chanced to wander that way. Bumpus saw more than that. Giraffe had his big old rifle across his knees. He must have reached out his hand and secured it while his chum was still staring at the unpleasant couple who had invaded their camp. That gave the fat boy an idea, following which he too reached for his gun, though not making any show of it for fear of arousing a storm. We've been hunting and got twisted in our bearings, so we thought it best to go into camp, Giraffe started to say, trying to keep his voice from wobbling as it seemed to be trying its best to do. And as for Grub, we haven't got a single bite along with us. They lies, Si, burst out the second man, cause I can see a heap of bones close to where they is sitting, like they'd be eating some game. We have, replied Giraffe. We knocked over a couple of birds, but they wasn't half enough to satisfy us. Huh, got any liquor? went on Si, still eyeing the boy steadily with that half threat in his bloodshot eyes that Giraffe knew meant trouble sooner or later so that he almost instinctively allowed his thumb to draw back the hammer of his big bore rifle. We never use it, and on that account don't carry a drop along with us, he answered. 
I guess now they're fooling you, Si, broke in the fellow who was sitting down. And looky thar, do you see they got guns? Them's what we needs the worst kind since Cale Martin took us away when he says as how we're that drunk we'd get into trouble with them. Bring me that double barrel. Allers did say as how I'd like to own a scatter gun to use on partridge. Do you hear me? Bumpus looked to Giraffe. He was unable to grapple with the situation himself, but perfectly willing to do whatever his chum directed. Had the tall boy told him to step over and present the poacher with his nice new marlin ten bore, Bumpus no doubt would have done it without a murmur. Get the hammers raised, was what Giraffe said instead. Gee, are you a-going to fight? muttered Bumpus, but obeying instantly. The poacher who had made the demand made a move as though half-tempted to get up and enforce his words, but seemed to think better of it. I'll step over and tackle yard or I get my hands warm, see if I don't, he remarked. Bumpus breathed again, for he had thought that the crisis was upon them. He saw that Cy Kedge had also stepped closer to the fire and thrust out his hands, as if not averse to taking some of the cold tingle out of them by the application of warmth. "'What we going to do, Giraffe?' whispered Bumpus. "'Stand up for our rights, that's what,' replied the other in about the same style of voice. "'They ain't going to chase me out of this camp, not if I know it.' "'But they're ugly and mean to give us trouble,' urged the alarmed Bumpus. "'You mean they think they are,' returned Giraffe, grinding his teeth as if by that method he could infuse his soul with more of the fighting spirit that was required to grapple with the situation. When they start to make a rough house here, somebody's liable to get hurt, and as we hold guns and they ain't got any, you can easy see who it's apt to be. All right, giraffe, tell me what to do, that's all, because you see, I'm that rattled I just can't think for myself. Keep as cool as you can, Bumpus, and it'll all come out right. If we can't handle a pair of fellers as unsteady as they are, it'll be some queer. But if they keep right along coming at us, queried the other anxiously. Then shoot, replied Giraffe savagely between his teeth. Right at em, gasped the shorter scout. Oh, aim at their legs like I'll do, returned Giraffe. We had not to do anything worse than that. But mark me, Bumpus, when they see we mean business, they won't dare come far. Giraffe was still very white, but his eyes shone with resolution. He had made up his mind just how he ought to act under the circumstances, and being exceedingly stubborn by nature, it would require something little short of an earthquake to make him change now. Meanwhile, the two men had been muttering between themselves on the other side of the fire. What they were talking about the boys did not know, but doubtless it must have had something to do with the nice guns which they expected were so soon to fall into their possession, for neither of them could imagine that these two city boys, as they deemed the scouts, would dare defy them once they ordered them to lay the guns on the ground. Be ready, whispered Giraffe again, and thus unconsciously repeated the motto of the organization to which both of them belonged, for preparedness is a cardinal virtue in every Boy Scout. The two poachers had evidently managed to map out some scheme by means of which they expected to overawe the lads and secure everything they chanced to have about them which was worth taking. Bumpus could see that they were about to get upon their feet, and this must mean they intended to force conclusions. 
he shot one last look at giraffe to imbibe some artificial courage if such a thing were possible and he saw that while the thin face of his chum looked ghastly white it at the same time showed a pair of set jaws and back of it gleaming eyes that told of a resolute spirit and somehow the very realization that giraffe could be brave gave the fat scout the consolation he sought he had followed out the injunction of the other and both hammers of his marlin ducking gun were drawn back while his forefinger toyed with the trigger of the right barrel yes the two men were about to start trouble for already had the one they knew to be sidekedge gained his feet as he seemed a little more spry than his partner in wickedness bumpus saw that he was starting to go around the fire in such a way that it must be giraffe who would have to look after him while the second scoundrel ed harkness fell to his lot he elevated his gun a little so that he could throw it to his shoulder in the wink of an eyelid if necessary then he waited for the turn of events we're a comin round to see you kids called out Cy Kedge in a thick and meant to be threatening tone and see to it you don't give us any trouble or it'll be the worse for you stand up and make us a present o them fine traps you're holdin it ain't right that boys should be carrying guns while men goes without go on ed what you standin back fur ed knew he did not like the way that double-barreled gun was aiming in his direction the two boys had hastily climbed to their feet at the proper instant and both of them were now standing there presenting their guns but not in the fashion si had intended when he gave the order for they were muzzled to the front just stand where you are both of you said giraffe in a low but threatening voice i've got a beat on you si kedge and if you want to see how well i can shoot this big boar gun just take two more steps forward bumpus got that other coward covered have you you're right i have sang out the fat scout trying to appear as bold as if the whole thing might be only a little comedy that he was enjoying immensely when to tell the honest truth bumpus could feel his fat knees striking each other just like he had seen the telegraph operator pound the key of his instrument but if his gun wobbled the fact was hardly apparent to the man he was trying to keep covered it was certainly a fine tableau that would often come back to the memories of those two lads in future days but while they seemed to be holding the fort so to speak giraffe knew only too well that they were up against two desperate characters and that if they slipped just one cog it might have a different ending than the one they wished to see what to do with the two men now that they had thrown down the gauge of battle and virtually made them prisoner was a puzzle that giraffe had to solve but his success thus far gave him courage to go at the new difficulty with resolution and bumpus content to bask in the glory of his chum's more aggressive nature gave promise of proving himself a good scout obedient to the one in authority over him and capable of doing his little part in the game End of chapter twenty two